Welcome to Whole Minds Healthy Bodies, the podcast, a 360 health initiative from Aetna, exclusively for you, the MTA, where the goal is improving your total health and well-being. Today is episode three of our intro to meditation series titled, Become Friends with Your Mind. And I'm, of course, joined by my friend and colleague, Shanti Douglas. How are you today? Hey, Kai. How are you? I'm doing well. So last episode, we lived in the moment with our feelings. And I know that wasn't easy for me. And it was through this idea of mindfulness. So whether those feelings were good or bad, we had to sit with them and accept them. We slowed down. And I don't know about you, but it was a reminder of just how fast our lives are flying by at every moment. And I was just so grateful for the reminder to slow down and be mindful. I did notice something, though, and I'm curious about your thoughts. Sure. As I meditated, I was kind of frustrated with my ability to like stay connected with my breath. You know, there's so much talk about this breath, and I felt like it kept running away from me or like it was elusive or something. Do you know what I mean? Welcome to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so it's not just me. No, no, no. It is not you. I mean, I've been practicing uh, meditation for over two decades, and my breath is, continues to be elusive. But, you know, gradually it gets more and more present in my awareness. And one of the things that's seriously important about the breath is that awareness of the breath helps us to re-regulate ourselves. Hmm. So when we get tight, we get tense, we get frustrated, you know, that fight or flight happens, which can happen at any time through the day, you'll notice short and shallow breath holding breath. You might even notice that all of a sudden you take a big gasp of air. <laughs> so as we sit in our meditation practice, um, this helps us to become more familiar with, oh, this is my breathing. This is the body. And making that connection between breath and body that can then transfer into emotional regulation, to the capacity to think more clearly, to sort of, you know, not be so hijacked by the moment, but to say, all right, to be able to step back is really important. And that beginning step is with the breath. It's so interesting you say that because it's just a reminder of how this practice we're learning right now, it, often we're already doing it day to day, right? So you said this whole, you know, breathing for an emotional reaction. Like I know my frustrated breath that my wife knows well is just a long exhale, <laughs> right? So I guess it's being more intentional about it, right? Yeah, intentional and bringing that mindful awareness. Mm -hmm. So we don't need to wait until we're agitated or frustrated. We can check ourselves through the day, like when we're at a stop sign or when we have a moment of a pause or we're waiting for something. What a beautiful ad hoc opportunity to say, hey, how is my breath right now? How is my body right now? What do I need for self-care? Which is all about what meditation and mindfulness are about, at least in my world. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, you know, kind of helping me better understand that. And I guess today is about becoming better friends with the mind. So what do you mean by that? Yes, I love that. So another thing that you, you and others may also notice is that when we get quiet, the world and our mind gets really, really loud. And again, it's something that, hey, stop talking to me. I'm sick of that to-do list. You know, it can help... Uh, initiate more anxiety, more depression, more frustration. There was a study done out of Harvard in 2006, and it showed that typically we are not aware of our 
condition of our situation or of who we're even talking to almost half of the time. So that's a huge amount of time. And not only is the wandering mind not having us be present to our world and our life, but it's bringing us to a place that increases anxiety and depression. So, you know, having that awareness of, again, hey, let me be kind to myself. Let me know where I'm going. And, you know, if my mind is starting to loop in one direction or another, instead of rejecting myself or saying, hey, I'm going to be really critical. Why am I doing that? Why am I thinking that? We can just be kind to ourselves because it is normal for the mind to go in many different places. We're not going to be 100% present all the time, but listening to where we're going, the judgments that arrive, the conversation, the cadence, the words, we can then have that beautiful opportunity to stop, to pause, and to reframe and reshift so that we can bring a more loving and kind attitude for ourselves. Yeah, I really appreciate you saying that because it, it does make me think about, you know, the, these this wonderful community we're talking to, right, at the MTA and how much in their day is out of control, right? Out of their control, I should say. So whether it's the the loud you know, noises, you know, of, of the subway, whether it's maybe some disruptive patrons, you know, on the bus, what can you control in that moment? And it sounds like kind of getting to this place of, well, I can control how I'm thinking or how I'm treating myself. Exactly. Yeah. So the practice that we do right here will eventually move out into our everyday world. So again, this is our safe practice zone. Were there any other concepts to run by us before we kind of jump in? What we're going to be spending some time on today is to making friends with our mind and really making friends with ourselves. So I'll lead us along in a practice that, you know, hopefully is familiar to us in one way or another at one time or another. Um, as a way of befriending ourselves. I'll invite you to, again, come into a comfortable posture, whatever that means for you. And again, it doesn't even need to be sitting down. You could be laying down. And the invitation, again, close the eyes if it feels right or simply soften the gaze. Do a quick scan of your body to create a sense of ease and balance so you don't have to work at anything. Relaxing that belly. Taking those more natural, deeper, slower breaths. And creating your personal bubble so that you can be right here in your own space zone. A few cleansing breaths. You might even like to offer yourself a big deep sigh, especially if the day has been busy. And I'll invite a slight smile onto your face. 
And perhaps as you invite that slight smile, you might notice a lightening or a gladdening of the heart. Just noticing that feeling sense of warmth for yourself. This kindness, this generosity. And now imagine that you're sitting on a park bench with a best friend, a best friend that's going through some troubling thoughts, some difficult times, there's a lot of busyness, or maybe they just need somebody to, to vent to. They had a difficult interaction. And as their best friend, you sit there right beside them with your full presence, with a sense of clarity, warmth in your heart, a good feeling sense to just be right there in support of your friend who's having a difficult moment. And there's no need to fix. There's no need to interrupt. Just letting your friend vent and the words that they're sharing or saying are just coming out of their body and they're sort of floating in the wind, maybe floating up to the clouds or touching a tree or just dissipating on the ground. They're having an experience and you're right there. No need to change, no need to redirect them but also no need to engage, no need to fuel their fire, to agree or to disagree. You're there with heart-warmed presence, just allowing that experience to happen. And what you might notice is that in short order, your friend, oh, there's a sense of relief. There's a sense of letting go of all that busyness, all that experience. And now they smile. They feel more warm-hearted. They feel more of themselves again. And you just continue to sit and be present. And this is a way that we can work with our mind to become friends with ourselves, become friends with our mind, Knowing that we're going to have thoughts, we're going to have experiences, we're going to have likes and dislikes. And when we can sit like a good, trusted friend 
who has no need to fix, no need to change those thoughts, that experience. It just sort of has its own course and it goes on. And we haven't taken on the tension or the agitation. So allowing yourself to feel that clarity of presence, that warm heartedness to yourself, to your mind, to your life. And again, I invite a gentle smile of appreciation for your practice today. Listening to the sound of the bell. Thank you for that practice, Shanti. So glad to be here with you. And once again, thank you to our listeners for taking time today to invest in your mental health. So please join us for episode four, Train the Brain, where we'll explore what it means to observe our habits so that we can choose what to pay attention to. But once again, before you just go ahead to episode four, sit with today's concepts. Go back an episode or two if you need to and join us for episode four when you're ready. Thanks again for being here, Shanti. Take care. Until next time, everyone, take care.